0: So it's it's just when you talk, it's just like a hiss in my ear. So, don't bother. <laughs> it's just like
1: a hiss. Oh, a hiss! You, you brought hiss.
2: the Danish. He's brought the Danish heel with him today. <laughs> he's, oh, 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 <laughs> oh, K, are we are we We're kayfabing Nikolai right now. Is is that right? The Danish heels here
0: today. No, actually, I'm just being polite. <laughs>
2: this oh, is even this is wow. even you dialed
0: up to a ten. Wow. Jeez. Could happen, could happen.
2: <laughs> no, but we, um, yeah, you, you were talking early before we, uh, before we started recording. Yeah, I, 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 was, uh, I had the pleasure of talking to Vaughn um, from Victorious Wands uh, at WrestleMania earlier this year. So he was already in the game. Um, and then I decided uh, to go on a ticket buying spree and go to, uh, uh, what is it, Wally Mania as well as WrestleMania, as well as all kinds of like shows in the area where I was living at the time. But then, uh, yeah, so we we exchanged messages and he was going to be there too. Uh, I saw him right at the end of the night and we just started, uh, we started talking about his, um, he's got a really extensive top 50 wrestlers of all time. Um mm-hmm. really detailed like it goes into all the you know justifications behind it. He's got all these great like uh metrics he talks about. It's a really, really cool list. So we were we were just bantering uh drunkenly back and forth at the end of Wally Mania. I don't know if he was drunk, I definitely was.
1: that's the Um sound like a good time.
2: Sound like a good time has, hashtag whiskey. Um but hashtag yeah, whiskey. so so uh he yeah, we spoke that night. Uh we met Janelle uh from Jabatiers. That was really cool. And then we, yeah, we've, we've chatted a couple of times. And um, I always have great time talking to Vaughn. I think he's such a, a solid dude. Um, you know, you can tell to someone's like really, really sort of genuine guy. Oh, Jesus, Nikolai. <laughs> you brought the banter already, did you? Um,
0: but uh, but yeah, I must so. say, justice for cash.
2: Justice for cash. Ka- oh, my God. Are we going on a movement? Oh, wow. Hashtag. Justice for Kai, he'll be all right. Like, I guess we'll we we'll, gonna we'll roll into that then. Uh, I think AEW deserves, you know, kind of the spotlight first because they've got, you know, a lot going on with, um, you know, AEW all in London coming up, which Ooh. I believe you're going to, Nikolai. Oh, so you he'll be in uh, he'll be in London for that, and yeah, I guess like the cash stuff. I mean, yeah. it seems like a pretty simple little case. He'll be fine. He'll get his work visa, and then he'll go do his match. But it kind of blew up the internet yesterday, didn't it?
1: Oh, yeah.
3: It took he over. Was,
0: yeah, people were so fast at uh, judging him and putting him into jail and not even knowing what actually happened.
3: That is, that is some serious road rage, though, if you're flashing your gun at someone. Come on. Like, but Everyone I'm, is doing that in the states. So I mean, but still, like I'm, I'm, I'm far too, I'm far too English to comment on this, comment on this story because we're all like spitting out our biscuits. Like I, I beg your pardon, he did what? <laughs> Shaking your fist.
2: So
4: did anyone actually <laughs> see the
2: trial? Uh, I, I, miss, I missed that
3: one.
4: Did anyone actually see the trial? A trial
3: that, didn't okay. he? Like it was like clips or something like, like that. Yeah, the deposition. It was like yeah. mm-hmm.
4: Like, they labeled it assault with a deadly weapon. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck did he do? A pistol weapon. No problem. He pissed with
2: somebody. Yeah. He pissed somebody. Somebody got line, and he had talked about this just so happened he had the gun. So, yeah, pissed with it get a bullet. You
4: know, that person should feel very lucky. Yeah, that's well,
2: it. Are you cutting out a little bit there, Nick? Whose Wi-Fi are you on? Ah, oh, shit, we'll get him back. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. Yeah, it's, back. Uh, it, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. It's not like he mm-hmm. frigging shot someone in the leg or, or worse. And, uh, yeah, I think people are making a big uh, to-do about it, saying it, it comes with the maximum jail time, maximum fine or whatever. But in reality... He's a money maker for a big company, owned by a very rich guy. So, getting a visa should be no issue there. Um, and you know, no. as, far, as far as I know, he's a you know he stays out of trouble, uh, hasn't really got into you know anything major in the past except sticking up for Bret Hart, which is fair enough. I love
1: that. I love that. I'm sorry. I'm a big Bret yeah. Hart mark. So when he when he did that, I was a big fan of that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's that. That's a man respecting a legend. Yeah,
1: and the uh, guy was a jerk. What, what he did and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the stuff with the the stuff with the cast stuff. I mean, I, I try to take my time when I read these wrestling, uh, these sites and stuff like that because they'll easily say because like well, like when you guys mentioned, they 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 made it sound like he shot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, no, this happened, that yeah. happened. So I, it, I I try to take my time when I read these uh, things because it's easy to just go with the first thing you read. And uh, from all things that I've read, they said he's going to be uh, – today's Saturday, right? He's going to be on Collision and then Dynamite, and he's going to be still doing um, All In, which is next Saturday, right? Because it's hard to keep mm-hmm. up with all these wrestling events. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> going to be the-
2: yeah. All In's next week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I should note because it's in the frigging league. Uh, that, yeah, All In is next week. And then uh, I believe the following weekend, uh, there's WWE Payback and then All Out. So they're doing yeah. All In and All Out, right? Has Within a week of any... each other. Yeah. Um, that was actually, that was an exclusive by A to the K. They were talking to um, uh, some someone in AEW's marketing Department a few months ago, and there was kind of a little bit of a confusion as to whether they were all in was going to replace all out, but they kind of right. uh, she, she kind of dropped it in there um, that they were going to do both shows, um, which it'll be interesting. It might have a feel like a it's kind of like a WrestleMania two night, but over you know, over two weeks, I don't know if they're going to get that kind of treatment or it's going to have that kind of feel. Um, yeah, I don't know about you guys. How are you feeling about like All In as a whole? Like, do you f- feel like it's going to be a massive show?
0: They they're that going to put on a show of a lifetime. They have to. They have to deliver big time. It's the first time outside of the States they're going to give something totally extra. You can see yeah. they're pulling everyone in, they're doing A lot of different type of matches, stadium stampede. That's your genius move, I think. By them to give them, to give the people something unique because they did it once before. They did it without any uh, spectators or anything all. Now they're doing it with over eighty thousand people present. Mm -hmm. Amazing, I think. It is.
3: Do you know what as well? Like with I know I know the build up has been terrible. AEW. Build ups can be very hit and miss in terms of, you know, the cards and they always get butt late and stuff. But after after Clash at the Castle and Money in the Bank over the past 12 months, and I know it's different companies and stuff, but it, it could be the most boring looking card on earth. The crowd is going to make it um, mm. a, a, just a, one of the best events ever. Like that crowd is going to be nuclear hot. It's going to be so, like, the atmosphere will just be insane. I'm so, I'm so jealous that you're going to be there uh because it's um it's it's gonna be a hell of an event. And then you know you would expect there will be some surprises because you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna come to come to come to London like like you said Nick your first time outside the US and then just have what's on the card. Like there's no way. There's there's gotta be some surprises coming. And you can say it in another
0: way. They're pulling all the big guns out.
2: Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go how, how many of those you got written down
0: <laughs> I'll keep them coming don't you worry oh, but God. but I think if you if you look at it they're putting everyone on the card that they have every really big name in the book and I think actually one of the big surprises and where my focus is actually it's on every match actually exciting in my way but I'm really looking at what Koda Ibushi is going to do in this match, but because he owes everything, he was a bona fide failure the last time he was in a match at AEW, at, AEW, at um, the last one, because he has got something unique and his chemistry with uh, Kenny Omega is going to be off the chart if they're going to get it to work. I don't know yet, but I'm really looking forward to see what it will
2: it will show in the ring yeah i i'm very much looking forward to it for one what you were saying and about the the uk fans and how they just kind of they take it up a level don't they I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm although i am surprised about how many tickets they have sold. i did not realize there was that many uh you know AEW fans or pro wrestling fans well i guess yeah, I guess I didn't know how many AEW fans were uh, were in the UK.
3: Yeah, but um, people people be coming in from all across Europe and stuff as well. It's it's like I imagine it's going to be treated, you know, it's like it's like indie indie's WrestleMania in a sense. Like you know, with I know AEW is not an indie, but um, yeah, the, the, the scale of it, like you'll have people from Europe. There'll be people. There'll be people from America coming over for it. Because uh, it had, when it was announced, it had a real special feel for it. I understand mm-hmm. why people have been disappointed with with so, how some of the things have been booked, like with you know Kenny being in that multi man match instead of having the having the one on one, and you know like right. no no House of Black being booked. I don't think mm. which is which is surprising, um, especially oh my god. I hope a I hope that they close the roof. They can close the roof on Wembley right I hope they close the roof because that'll yeah. make that'll make a difference but then oh, imagine that house of black entrance in front of ninety thousand people oh filth I think dark we should metal be good. filth hopefully you good Nick I, I think it looks like <laughs>
2: you're coming in a bit now
4: all right we should be okay
2: we'll try it till we get it right um <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. Don't worry. Make it
4: work, no excuses. Making it work, no excuses.
2: Dude, there we go. There we go. Play, there uh, we the, go. Place, the place to do all this like bring your technical errors to cheap pop. This is the hosting ground to do that. So don't even worry about it. You get all your stuff figured out on this. <laughs> um I should um you know before we go any further, um, because I am terrible at presenting, uh guess we should all sort of introduce ourselves so people listening to this can, uh, you know, <laughs> tell who's, at, who's, who's actually talking. Um, cause I mean, we, you know, part of our uh, fantasy faction community is, is what one of our goals is to, uh, you know, kind of promote everyone within it and try and just have that, uh, rising tide floats all ships kind of thing. Cause there, there's so many talented, uh, people out there, uh, your, yourselves included, and you know, just the people within uh, our little thing that we've started. There's just so much talent out there, and so much, so many different kinds of, um, you know, shows. You've got prediction shows. You've got, um, you know, like you guys at the Big Pop. There, I was listening to the uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode. Uh, we talked about the Marty Gennetti. Um and so. Uh, you know, Nick, you're actually in the business too. You're trying to be uh, Ronda Rousey's personal announcer. Uh, oh my God, not again! One day, one day. and um, and just uh, Nikolai, you, like at the, um, if I'm pronouncing this right, wrestler in
0: ocknorden Yeah, yeah, more or less. More was less. that okay? Okay, well, <laughs> I think in- probably to help you guys, we'll go international. Maybe in a few weeks' time or so. So that uh, we will go with the wrestling it's I think it's probably much more easier to pronounce for everybody. So,
2: <laughs> it's certainly for me, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, so so, Nikola, you're you're you know quite unique in the sense that you're you're really covering the Danish wrestling scene and bringing exposure to it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So so before I waffle on anymore, yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'd love you all to introduce yourself. And hello, ruthless Lala, uh, unexpected guest today. Thank you for joining. Um, So,
4: surprise!
2: (laughs) Uh, Hello. So, yeah, uh, do you both want to give yourselves a quick, uh, quick introduction to the to the listeners, if there are any?
4: Oh snap! Uh, All right. Uh, What's good, everybody? It is the one and only Miss What That Larry, do first lady of. ah, Prolific, uh, Mrs. Hit That Ho, your pro wrestling, uh, magic women's world champion, and uh, also your gamma champion. Um, Ruth is Lala, uh, yeah, respectfully. (laughs)
1: Fantastic, Fantastic. yeah. We could actually, she's everyone's favorite, (laughs) on um. I guess I'll take the floor next. Uh, I'm usually called Bad Guy Jack, but over the time, I, I like the Grand Poobah because I watched the Flintstones growing up, and I thought it was such a fantastic name, so I just took it. Um, shout out to the Flintstones. But I'm on the Big Pop thirty podcast. I usually have my co-host, uh, Shea Sawyer. Uh, most of the time, I'm yelling. I'm promoting Juventud Guerrero because he's the greatest luchador of all time eat that Rey Mysterio, and uh, you can catch us on Mondays. We record on Sundays, and there's an episode on Mondays, and uh, yes, it's a good time.
4: Always yes. a fun time.
1: It's always a fun time. Yes, take that Rey Mysterio, yes. Because I, I feel like he's always robbed Hooven 2 Guerrero, so every chance I get, I'm going to tell everyone, Hoovie was the star. Rey Mysterio uh, just oh, my ate off his aura. Mysterio
4: <laughs> I, was the <laughs>
3: The the thank rock. You, thank, thank you. The Rock stole the Juices gimmick. See, thank you. Now yeah. I have. To, I, you know, I blame the
1: Rock all the time for bringing Bill Goldberg to WWE, but that's another story. <laughs> but please take the floor.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, get uh, into Goldberg. I think actually I, I must correct you on that. The Rock is flawless. Flawless. And, oh, oh, oh he, got a rock, that, we're that was rock, a rush. No.
2: Except the when rock. he's playing Black Adam. No. Uh, oh. See uh,
0: I didn't want to go there, but you said it. Okay. okay. <laughs> but actually the rock is the people's champ, so how can you ever say something bad about that guy?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I, I i ended up having to watch the two fairies and uh I haven't forgiven him since <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, so I I think flawless, I don't I think you're wrong there.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, we might differ a little bit in opinion there. So, Nikolai, the people's, people's
1: champion Brookings.
2: is Brookings. Phil Brooks, okay? He's the real <laughs> well, Oh, my champion. God, no,
0: he ain't.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you how bad this league has fucked me this round? I made all the wrong life choices. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm well, still count, counting on Dirty so, Dumb. You're not, you're, you're not doing oh, bad yeah, this week,
2: you know uh, Nick? I can, give you, oh, I can give you guys an updated league table as of SmackDown sure. and Rampage last night if you want. Sure. Oh God, so, um, no Nikolai, I'm, I'm just trying to look down the list. No, I'm just kidding, mate. So uh, Nikolai, you are <laughs> third right now. <laughs> You're actually yeah, yeah, third, yeah. mate. Yeah. Uh, D- Dom, Dirty Don Mysterio is doing, uh, doing a good job for you. Um, close oh, behind... Nice. So, Nikolai, you've got 110 points. And then uh, in fourth place on 90 is uh, Big Pop Theory and And Cheap Pop Wrestling. So, we're joint... Hey! Uh, Let's see. Where's high side?
3: (laughs) We're we're not shit. We're not shit.
2: (laughs) We're not shit. It's it's hit and miss for us because we decided to implement a rule on ourselves uh, where we... We couldn't we do did. any transfers. Um,
3: we, we did? We decided that? We <laughs> make
2: decisions <laughs> together. We're a team. Come on. Just together.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Tony Tony it looks just like he's surprised thing? by everything.
4: It just got real,
0: bro. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> try to pull that knife off your back, right? <laughs> well, it's okay admitting that you were wrong. It's okay.
2: Well, Ooh. I... Do you know what? To be fair, I will admit it was wrong picking Jade Cargill as our permanent captain, oh. seeing as she's now.
4: Oh.
3: However, however, we'll get to that because all she in, was my friends, Beck all stage, in.
0: Backstage, I'm,
3: I'm telling you, surprise after surprise you after surprise. up,
4: She's coming <laughs> to
0: kick the face off Soraya
3: when she wins the belt.
2: UK won't like that Whoa. batty shows up and cool. kicks the hometown girl in the face That'd be really cool yeah that heat Oh, that heat
3: yeah yes. but you say that you say that the chance could go either way for Soraya at Wembley because I mean she she could get the the hometown hero rub or you know it's London so the chance could very easily go the other way and she could mm. be the Uber heel I mean we're still we're, we're still singing about our love of Bailey for God's sake. Like this is this is why that's we'll true. never be allowed a WrestleMania because Vince can't control Vince can't control the British crowd. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. About that. Yeah. I um, uh, Nick, I should. Sorry, I forgot to
2: mention you guys are just ten points behind us all on eighty, so you're like joint sixth right now. So we're all doing the bad
4: good. luck that has happened so far.
2: <laughs>
4: I was not expecting Austin Theory to lose to the- Rey Mysterio.
2: Nobody was, no. Who
4: really is? No, I didn't see that coming at all. Did not see that coming. That's crazy. Did not see that coming. Oh, Cash Wheeler gets arrested. And CM Punk just is ass. So, I made a bunch of wrong life choices on this round. But I'm going to rehab for those life choices <laughs> and hopefully get it together next round. I don't see <laughs> us progressing very far.
3: Wrestling, rehab. Wrestling, rehab. Clap, clap. clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: yeah, Jay, Jay Cargo for our captain. I don't know what we were doing there. But we do we also have Anthony, do we also have FTR? I think we do. We do. We but at least do, we're yeah. at least we're beating the computer. So not only do we have um, people of all backgrounds, we also have uh, computers playing our game. So we decided to put the team through chat GMT, uh, <laughs> and they are way down, way down in twelfth right now. Uh, Young bucks oh, are doing good for them. Um, uh, El Sky is not having a good, a good rub right now, and the, the computer picked Finn Balor, uh, who never seems to get a good rub, but. That. So, he if, doesn't. He, if deserve, he, deserves point. His, he deserves his. flowers, that lad. If,
4: if, if there's ever a point where if there's ever a point where Chat GMT starts beating us, I am just walking around with a bag over my head. That is <laughs> at that point, I'm done. I'm uh,
0: so you're doing a Kipsabian, yes, Cody yeah.
4: Rhodes, old school favor.
0: Kipsabian, yeah. All right, Kipsabian. Yeah, he was running around with a bag over his head. For oh, quite some time actually. Yeah, where did that go? Well, it's just amazing.
1: I think on Rampage, right? Isn't he on Rampage? Yeah. And then, what, and
4: what and then it, upgraded, it upgraded, it to a box. Oh.
3: I was I was I thought it did? Rampage did it upgraded a box. Yeah. I, I thought Rampage had finished. I didn't realize that Rampage was still going. I thought when collision no, came, in, they got rid of it. And then this morning I was like, Rampage happened? There's still a rampage? Right, oh, yeah, God. island on the shows, they, they have to split the roster up,
2: like people mm-hmm. aren't getting along, so they need all the shows they can. Um, sure, I guess what was I gonna say, mine just went blank. Uh, so back to AEW, yeah, so all in, um, <laughs> there we go, found my thoughts again. Uh, so I mean, you, you got to give real, um, you know, respect to AEW, right, in terms of being now the highest paid uh, attending show uh, of all time, right? So, I mean, the the rap that AEW gets, like, you know, you can say whatever about uh, the drama and the booking or whatever, but, you know, the audience sort of dictates how the product's doing. And if you're selling out Wembley Stadium and you're not WWE – then you have to tip your hat to them um i'm not wearing that a hat. right mm-hmm. let's tip tip your headphones
4: <laughs> i mean i i don't have i don't i don't have a hat to tip but um mm-hmm. i got some weed around here somewhere so i'll tip some of that i guess sure
1: oh ah, that's fantastic sure. <laughs> No, but that is credit to them. They took a risk. They went out and did something that uh, a lot of companies would have been scared to do. So it's a it's a shout out to them. Um, and also, too, as a reminder, they never announced any matches. I feel like this week they just started saying, here's this match and here's this match. And, oh, by the way, we're going to throw this guy out here. And then, you know, barbed wire. I don't know. I feel like they started throwing stuff out this week. So that's credit to them for um reaching and going out and, and, and taking a chance.
2: Yeah. I felt one thing we don't, that's not really been mentioned too, because um, it, it's not well known. So the Khans have big connections in London because they own um, Fulham Football Club and have them for quite some time. So that's, um, those who aren't aware, to to soccer team, football team in London. So you, you have to imagine that they've got all kinds of connections in terms of, um, Government officials in the area, I don't know, real estate people, uh, ticket vendors, stuff like that. So it, um, I feel like that's got to have something, something to do with it. Um, But yeah, whatever you can, whatever helps you sell the show, it's, it's just really, it's a massive credit to them. Um, And yeah, we'll go back to that UK crowd again on the night. Uh, I think it's going to be brilliant. I really feel like it's going to have that... um, It'll have a feel like the first all-in. Like, it. just everything from the production to the camera angles to um, how the stage was set up, it was different to WWE. And I feel like that's what made it really, really special. Now, you look at AEW television now, and a lot of stuff is sort of produced... The same as WWE, there's a hard cam, There's um, the camera angles are the same. They don't always have, um, I, feel, I feel like it, if you compare the TV shows to how All In was, it's, it, it's a little more polished, but a little more WWE style. I don't think they'll do, um, it won't look like that at Wembley because it will be a stadium show. It'll just be this, uh, just the atmosphere will be something to behold. You know, so it could, this could like catapult AEW into some really really good peak era um, potentially.
3: It could also I, I, be I, a launching pad for a really really good all out show, like the Fallout, you know it'd be interesting to see if the Fallout from this builds a really cool all out show and then if that then in turn suddenly becomes the formula they do every year you know do they then suddenly switch it all up so that, you know, the focus is on all in and then all out suddenly becomes the aftermath or the the part two.
0: Mm -hmm. I think actually there's a lot of things to take into consideration when you look at all in the ticket price is uh, quite low compared to a lot of other big stadium shows. I think that's a brilliant way that you take your first show you lower the ticket prices so everyone could actually afford going to watch the show. And second of all, they're going, they're doing ex- using exactly the same formula as they did with the first all-in. It was one thing, you can't sell 30,000 tickets, you can't sell like that. And they're putting it all on the table and doing exactly what they did the first time and showing the world that they actually have something to offer that's a, quite different compared to a WWE. Mm-hmm. Whether whether you like the way they're building the storylines or not, that's a totally different thing, but they're showing the world, hey, we are here as well, we have this product to uh, to show to you, we have this product, if you like it or not, it's up to you. But this is actually a very good thing for wrestling in general, because they're showing with all in that you have a huge crowd in Europe. If you have if because of the build up because of the product that you have that you could actually sell a whole lot of tickets. So this is so important for us who's living in Europe that we probably Mm -hmm. may be getting more shows in the future because there's money to be earned here. They're talking about a turnover for, what can say, $20 million or something like that, that AEW is going to earn from this. That's a lot of money for one show. So maybe Europe could be a cash cow.
2: Yeah.
0: It's
3: great. What's great for people in Europe as well, is, which is mad, is that it's cheaper for people to get tickets who are in Europe and fly over to London and watch it than it is for me in the north of england to get a ticket and travel down to london so it's <laughs> yeah. like it's I, I had a look and i could have i could fly out so i could fly from manchester to denmark meet up with nikolai have a night in denmark fly to london and then do the same back and it would still be cheaper than getting a train and a hotel in london Ooh. It's ins- it's, wow. Which is a whole wow. other conversation to have, but still, like, it shows the accessibility of of the event. Um, it's insane, and yeah, like, there's still tickets going for like 30, 30 pounds is, which is obviously essentially thirty dollars um, yeah. by by today's money, which is like insane. There weren't, I don't remember there being thirty dollar tickets for WrestleMania.
0: No, uh, I think the cheapest nope. one was around fifty, maybe
3: something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. where you couldn't see anything.
2: When I went to 31 in um, Santa Clara, uh, the one where Rollins cashed in uh, in the main event, I sat up in pretty much in the gods for it's like a hundred. I think it was. Nah. Uh, I don't oh. know if we could have got a better deal, but nah. uh, yeah, fair play to AEW. Like you, you're not, you you're not trying to rip rip off your fans. Uh, it's all about getting everyone. It's, it's about just getting butts in seats first and foremost. They have money.
0: Yeah, they They'll do. All Actu- right. Actually, we got ground floor tickets, not in the first, but in the third row or something like that for around 100 pounds or so. Actually, quite good seats.
2: So it'll be an amazing time. Yeah, that'll be an amazing time. Let's get I'll into say, the matches.
0: I'll say yeah. hello to okay. Can you make Media from
2: you. Yeah. You're, um, so, uh, just checked, and we've got, so out of the fantasy teams, we have four people who have Adam Cole, and two people who have MJF. Um, I felt that's a good place to start, one, because they're in the main event, two, because they're also on the, right. the pre-show, or the kickoff. How
1: is it? Yeah, was that was zero hour or something like that? Z- yeah, zero exactly. hour. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry,
2: pre-show is a bad word. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you said the right thing. It's all
2: good. All good. Pre-show kind of puts a stink on it, doesn't it? I guess like, uh, I guess for a while, like wrestlers in WWE were like, um, yeah, you know, not want to be on the pre-show. It got it got like a stigma to it. I think that's that's probably why AEW call it zero hour
1: hour and, that, right. and it sounds kind of it sounds kind of cool when you realize like before we start the show let go zero hour and you're like yeah man that sounds yeah. cool yeah yeah you get kind of excited zero hour because that's not even a number you're just like yeah I'd, I'd, actually i
2: thought yeah. that if i was a wrestler that's a pretty good wrestler name in it coming to the mm-hmm. ring zero hour yeah that should
1: it's be crazy. the name of her finish
0: yeah hundred the zero hour oh, the zero yes. hour zero hour if, baby. yeah yeah if You don't Good. behave well, actually, maybe Glacier is coming back. Maybe Glacier. Oh, Glacier. <laughs> Glacier was so badass, though. Like, he had Goldberg's
1: number, and then Goldberg cheated and stuff like that. But he, Glacier used to be the man. I just want to throw that out there because I just Glacier was great. He was oh. like, uh, he was sub zero, he was wrestling sub zero, right? Because that's what that was his yeah. gimmick, right? He was sub zero, yep.
3: okay, yeah, yeah uh sorry Pete, sorry
1: Pete, wcw hey, no and, and if i could throw real quick i i, I laugh because there's probably a bunch of 15 year olds who are saying who the hell's glacier and it's like <laughs> oh yeah i have no <laughs> you yeah, have no idea like he was cool yeah. oh
2: i i feel for the people who weren't around during um
1: oh
3: totally
2: during that area i mean uh, um, oh for, for better or worse it was a
1: time
3: i got I, 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 go ahead take the what, floor no no you go you go
1: you go no, because like, I grew up, I was a WCW kid, and then eventually I became a WWF kid, so like when um, I think about WCW 2000, as a kid, I ate that up. I said, oh, this is great, and as an adult, I said, this was trash, but I, like, there was this one episode of Nitro where uh, David Blair, he hit a clothesline on the mailman, and I said, why did I think that was, and I still find that funny, but I said, I said why did I, as a kid, but my point is, like you said, for better or worse, I appreciate being a part of that time frame of wrestling because it was just something very special about that. And I think now with wrestling, they try to recreate that kind of feel where, you know, we had the Monday Night yeah. Wars. Like, what was you watching? WCW or Monday Night Raw? And I don't know. They try to recreate it. It don't feel the same for me, maybe because I'm older. Maybe that's why. But that time frame was just magical. Just very, very magical.
3: It really was. I still, I still think chronic is one of the greatest all-time tag teams. Like, how they didn't just appear in WWF after the merger and just go well, on. Well, they did.
1: You remember they did. Undertaker and Kane beat them, and then they just disappeared.
3: Ah, see, uh, that, that, that rivalry should have gone, gone on for years. It should have gone on for years. I used to have like Raph. Raph rap, rap looked like he shouldn't have ever been beaten, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I, I got very excited in the week when I found out that... um. Insane clown posse reached out to Tony Khan to see if they could get on dynamite in the week, really. And, and apparently, yeah, apparently, apparently, Tony Khan was like, Uh, does AEW need the insane clown posse? <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that would have been so good. That would have been so good. That yes. would have been
2: hilarious. Different era, different era. Um, yeah, yes. no, I, I, I agree with you, Jack, about um, it's. Sometimes I struggle with uh, the content of today just because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I might have a sick mind for the Attitude Era still, but it's something sometimes doesn't quite hit. I, I don't know. It's I something about it for me, because I'm big into, like, the presentation of the show. I love how all yeah. the production's done, and I what I also love is crowd energy. Like Yeah. Um, so, granted... You know you can't have all the flash photography of the attitude Era, which I think made that all special. Like you just know whenever someone hit the finisher and just all the all the the flashing lights came on more, it like it, it made the Stone Cold Stunner like hit more. It made the people's elbow hit more because everyone was like, Oh, we gotta get the moment, we gotta get the moment. Right. And people exactly. still do that, but we don't get that flashing anymore. So that sort of adds to it for me. And um, I don't know, I, I think just energy levels of some crowds these days
1: um i agree to that though i I totally agree because the attitude error like everyone remember back in the day you used to have signs you don't have that anymore or maybe it's far in between i don't know it's just it don't have that same energy and every now and then you do get a good crowd i tell people uh um so 2016 aj styles against john cena i was at a bar and the, the the energy the match was already good with that reaction in the crowd. And I always use this as an example. When John Cena, and a a little bit older now, I'm like, man, we were kind of hard on John Cena. But when he had him in the attitude area position, and you see everyone go, grown men, oh! (laughs) Just so upset. And then you see AJ (laughs) reversing to the uh, Styles class, and you see everyone going, high-fiving each other. Like, I I don't know why we were high-fiving each other, but we were so happy that he looked. But my point is, the energy was there. And I don't think it's it's kind of there, but it's not like as consistent as it was in that late 90s, 2000 period. It's just, it's not the right. same.
2: Yeah. And it's, yeah, you know, I don't think, uh, I mean, w- when someone sees, we we all see on Twitter, right, there's uh, all this harsh critiquing of shows and bad booking yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Half of that, or at least a good portion of that, is on the crowd too. Yeah, I think, like, if if you see a hot crowd, um, it's, almost tricks you in a way that whatever's going on in the ring or whatever promo's being cut is you know not as bad as it seems um yeah so i mean agree. this isn't uh i guess this is a responsibility of the crowd to you know have that participation like the the wrestlers in the ring are um acting and telling a, a story too uh the crowd you know it's kind of on us as fans in crowds to, you know, play along with that, you know, act like yeah. we're at the pantomime. We, you know, we know the, the you know, the, the good guy, the bad guy, the whole dynamic. It's, you know, there's mm-hmm. the participation from us to be had. We're not just spectators um, expected yeah. to be entertained. The crowd is an essential piece uh, and it requires, yeah you know, like I said, playing along.
3: I really oh, do like... think, I really do think this year WWE's had had the better, Pay-per-views, P L E, P E, ipc, <laughs> whatever whatever you want to call them. Um <laughs> it's um it's that they've had the better events. And I think that is because, you know, Elimination Chamber, that that Canada crowd was off, like it just blew the roof off for, for Sammy. Mm-hmm. You know, the WrestleMania crowd was I mean, during the during the Seth Rollins match when like we're all booing and cheering because the screen kept going on and off. And then we all started cheering, and then Seth started like reacting to it as if we're all cheering for him. And then we're all like, "Yeah, you too, you too." Um, <laughs> yeah. But then, like you know, backlash, the Puerto Rico event was insane. Money in the bank, like they yeah. were, they were, they yeah. were good events by themselves. But that crowd really notches it up that final like twenty percent and makes it makes it, you know, un- unforgettable. Like, I would happily go back and watch all of WWE's events so far this year. Um again, which in yeah. previous years I can't I can't say that about that quantity of events. So um yeah, I definitely and, and then I think I think it's really clever to get MJF and Adam Cole in that zero hour match right up top because it it goes along, it marries with the story really nicely. So, you know, it's is anything gonna happen? Will Cole turn on MJF? Will MGF turn on Cole? You know, how's it gonna affect later on? But it, it gets people in the seats sooner. It gets yes. it gets people in and wanting to watch it to see what's going to happen. Um, so then, by the time the, sh- the actual show starts, you know everyone's going to be everyone's just going to be ready for it. It's it's it's, it's a genius idea.
2: Thank you for bringing us back to MJF uh, Adam Cole. <laughs> <I> was...
3: <laughs> that was a great loop right there. That was a Ten great minutes later,
2: there. oh, he's, he's a pro. This lad, he's a pro. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Nikolai, yeah. How would you book MJF Cole for the night, considering yeah. they have the, the start and the
0: finish? Actually, I would uh, start in zero hour dropping uh, some breadcrumbs of what is going to happen later on in the main event. I think we will see some in- intentionally butches of maybe MJF Adam Cole mm-hmm. missing a move or two where he might, might hit one or the other. And Mm -hmm. eventually, I think it will end up in being a double turn that we will see Adam Cole turning on turning heel and MJF turning face because of the reaction and the way MJF has actually worked as a, a baby face at the moment. He's genius. He has the crowd in his hands, in his pockets. Adam Cole is the hometown hero, but <clears throat> I th- still think we will see something that's going to happen. There may be a connection with Broderick Strong, The Kingdom coming in after the match finished, and t- and hitting on MJF or attacking him one way or the other. With Adam Cole joining his old faction from way back in Ring of Honor, because. I think still MJF will retain. That's my point of view, because it would be stupid to take the belt off of MJF now, but I think we will see the turn after the match with a, an attack on um um on the uh, MJF because MJF? yeah, because if you look at the card, there's a lot of matches where you say the good guys will win. You have to have something to um so, it's not a fairy tale ending all the way around. It would be mm-hmm. genius for them actually to book it like that and be it, what can you say, to put, to send the crowd home maybe a little bit hot with the MJF still retaining, but Adam Cole turning it in the end after the match. Oh.
2: Interesting. Um, now, Jack, what do you think?
1: How would you? All right. It? Let's see. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I think I might have to just give him the uh, pencil for booking here. I don't know how to follow (laughs) up with this. Um, How would I do this? So we're talking about the tag match first, right? I definitely see um, Ozzy Open retaining. How would I do with this? So there's got to be a slow build towards this thing with Adam and MJF. I do see Roddy and the Kingdom being involved, and that could be an out for Adam and MJF losing. So I sit there and I think about that because I, I, I keep in my head. I'm like, well, MJF is the champ. I don't know if he and he got pinned a few weeks ago from FTR. I I, I I don't know. So I sit there and go, nah, I don't want him to get pinned. Adam Cole, something happened. And Adam, you know, they're like, oh, we lost. But by whatever, we're going to have this main event. It's going to be me and you. And that's why I could see the turn with Adam Cole. So I do see Adam turning mm. and MJF and I do see MJF <laughs> losing because I sit there and go, well, Adam could win, and then MJF could win it right back because they have another pay-per-view all out. And you got to have – this feud is going to carry on. So I sit there and go, Adam can drop it. I mean, Adam can win it. Ooh, there's a lot of people in this match. Adam could uh, win it, and then MJF could just win it back. I, you know, I, Adam don't need to have a long run. I mean, he could just do this and to continue the story. So that's – the mindset that I have at the moment. And just watch that I'm wrong. Then the big pop theory just drops, and then I'm going to blame one Bill Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Have you got ball. any of
2: those guys in your team?
1: I think we said Adam. I think we said Adam. I feel like we have Adam, but I'm not sure anymore.
2: No, you've got so... In terms of people, it's a big WWE team, actually. The only one outside of WWE is Samoa Joe. But
1: I like, we do I like have, Samoa Joe. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
2: Actually, it, it, we do have like a, a bonus going on this round. So if oh so there's three three PLE events, the three PPE events, uh, there's payback all in, all out. If teams stay undefeated for three of those pay-per-views, it's bonus points.
1: So I think so a have to crush Samojo have to crush CM Punk. I'm I <laughs> and I don't want to just be the other way but Samojo has to crush him. I am going to be saying let's go Joe cuz you said I got it, Joe, right? You have mm-hmm. got Joe, yeah.
2: See, let's that's go. just going to please the crowd. I I feel mm-hmm. like a CM Punk squash. Like yeah, I'm, told, I'm not going to go too hard on the guy, but I did love it when Moxley uh, spanked him after about a minute. Oh
1: yeah, oh
2: yeah, I, I was a fan. I was a fan.
1: <laughs> I admittedly I was shocked that they even had him get squashed like that, and within seconds, within seconds.
2: Yeah, was there was also a missed opportunity there too. Because I, I think mm-hmm. I think I remember reading that 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 squash was in the same town or even same building as when. Punk got swashed in his UFC debut, but they oh, didn't really? really allude to really?
1: yeah. Oh, I didn't. That's that's
0: a dig uh, deep. They never. Zero's, yeah,
2: yeah. it feel like they didn't really uh, touch on that too much. Um, but wow, with um, with, with MJF Adam Cole like who's going to turn on who? I I really want a return to uh, MJF being just the worst shit heel ever um yeah he he needs to try and take the the biggest heel in the business uh mantle off of dominic now he needs to get try and get back to that um so i, I just i think can't see the crowd like if cole turns heel on zero hour I don't know. I think the crowd are going to be too thirsty to get those Adam Cole chants going. So what, like what is, I think like, what is the easiest thing to do is make Adam Cole look even greater if that's possible. And then MJF just back to that like absolute shithouse who turns on him like we all predicted at the beginning. Um, because that's, that's a good thing that I think they've done with the booking, whether they've landed into it or not, is we all thought at first MJF was going to turn on Cole because that's how it goes. Um, mm-hmm. But during the course of that tournament, you know, really came together and made a lo- loads of hilarious uh, vignettes backstage and really got people into that. And now we love MGF Adam Cole. Now we want it more. Um, so MJF squashing that, and uh, and returning to his sort of all the self, maybe with the help of Roderick and the kingdom, obvious work. Um, yeah, and then just imagine later in the night, like MJF is the most hated man for the whole night, and then we get to the end, and then we get a return of just that MJF music and just magnitudes of heat coming his way, and that way you want Adam Cole to win even more, and then Adam Cole wins. And it's just huge. You mm-hmm. end on that. Oh, wow. That's how. Uh, that's how I book. But I'm not Booker of the Year, Tony Khan. So what do I know? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. I see. I think I see. I think I see MJF thinking that he's being clever and turning on Cole in this match, mm. just for it to go against him later on in the main event. I think. I think you, um, yeah. I, I think I think we see. I think we see after the after the huge double clothesline on Matt Davis. I think as um, as Cole's getting ready to to get down for the pin, I think he gets a. I think he gets a solid ring to the back of the head. And yeah. um, I reckon, yeah, I reckon MJF thinks that he's he's done he's done himself good. But yeah, I think there's a surprise coming in in that main event for sure. Um, but it's not about what any of us guys think what's going to happen. It's all about what the technology of the future thinks is going to happen. Booker of the Year, ChatGPT, has been on the case.
2: You did some, did you? So, oh.
3: so, sister, do you guys want to know what, what um, Skynet thinks is going to happen at, at all? Radio oh, boy. oh, boy. oh boy. <laughs> OK, so... The atmosphere inside Wembley Stadium is electric as the main event of a... That's not the it's not the main event, but there you go. Uh it's the first match, it's already got something wrong. Um, let's skip forward. <laughs> Dead, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Adam Cole manages to regroup quickly and goes for his signature last shot super kick, aiming to take Mark Davis out. But Davis ducks under the super kick, spins oh. Cole around and hoists him onto his shoulders. The crowd erupts as Davis signals for his devastating manoeuvre. The Aussie Arrow, a combination of the fireman's carry and the shooting star press. Davis executes the Aussie Arrow to perfection, driving Cole into the mat with incredible force. The stadium shakes as the impact reverberates through the arena. Davis goes for the cover and the referee drops for the count. One, two, three. And the crowd explodes. (laughs) Aussie openers done it. MJF and Adam Cole lie in the ring, defeated, but still defiant. And there you have it. Skynet thinks wow. that Aussie Open will go over clean. Wow, clean. Clean. No, no shenanigans. Clean.
2: No no turns,
3: no shenanigans. Nope. Jesus. Straight finish. <sighs> wow. I'll be done. That's why. That's why we don't leave booking wrestling to uh, to to technology. (laughs) To the technology, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or or maybe TK does. Who knows? Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Just
2: just a few matches of the week. If I was him, how how could you not be tempted to book just a couple of matches a week? I mean, I mean, I would
3: I would only leave it to AI to have Leatherface interfering in a match as a (laughs) as a potential option. That I mean, was... you talk about you talk about peak WCW. That <laughs> was peak WCW right there.